Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Imri and welcome back to the Wannabe podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. Welcome back to January's design special, Meet the Cartoonist. I want to say a huge thank you to you guys for listening so far, commenting, liking and subscribing. It's been incredible. So thank you. And I'd also like to say a huge thank you to the past guests, Leslie Hung, co-creator of Snot Girl and New York Times bestseller Eleanor Davis, who have shared some extremely valuable tips on getting started as an illustrator and taking your cartoon work to the next level. This week, I'm joined by Lisa Hannawalt, the producer and production designer of BoJack Horseman. Yes, she actually drew all of the characters. Lisa's published two books with Drawn and Quarterly. The first, My Dirty Dumb Eyes, was published in 2013 and The Hot Dog Taste Test in 2016. Lisa's also the co-host of the Baby Geniuses podcast with comedian Emily Heller. She's won eight awards, including the Critics' Choice Award for Bojack Horseman. In today's episode, we cover Lisa's day-to-day life as a production designer. We touch on the process of creating a character and then bringing them to life. Lisa is incredibly transparent about her insecurities, about managing people and taking on her first leadership role on such a huge production. We talk about what drives her to create, and it might be a little unexpected. We also cover the one experience that has helped her growth. From this episode, you'll get the ins and outs of creating a smash hit animated series. You'll learn why it's essential you get comfortable around people that are more talented than you are, and why you should say yes to the things that frighten you. We open this episode with Lisa talking about whether she feels like she's made it. So was there like a specific moment in your career that you were like, holy shit, I have made it. Has that happened for you? When I, when I step back now and I'm like, you know what? I really like my job. I love all my coworkers. I get to work with my friends like Raphael, uh, the creator of the show I work on is like, you know, one of my best friends. Um, like that's so great. I can't ask for anything more from the universe than that. That's, you know, that's really good. So yeah, that, that makes me feel like, okay, like, I'm pretty satisfied with the direction things have taken. That's pretty good though. Like I think a lot of people are trying to get to just that point. So it's, I'm glad that you've kind of got there and that's what you want and you're actually yeah. happy. Some people I mean, are still a happy. job, you know, like, like every day I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. I don't feel like doing this. Blah. But like, if I think about it for a second, I'm like, okay, my job's pretty great. I really shouldn't complain. <laughs> What do you do day to day? So you just for anyone who may be living underneath a rock or whatever. Um, so you are the production designer and a producer on Bojack Horseman, the yeah. infinitely um, so famous Netflix show. It changes as the season goes along, but uh, like right now we're working on season five. Um, so I came in and I'm just answering emails right now. And um, we have like, oh gosh, we have like, 
I'm going to get the numbers wrong, but I think we have about eight character designers and eight background designers and three prop designers. So I'm getting like constant emails with designs in and I'm asking questions and changing colors and giving feedback on the size of people's ears and where their noses are. And, um, (laughs) you know, like, does this angle of this storefront match this angle and uh you know do these colors all match and you know just stuff like that so that's sort of all day long and then i'm also designing characters uh for future episodes um so i'll draw i'll draw like a sketch of uh, one angle of a character and then the character designers will take that and draw all the other angles um and rig it for animation wow Um, this sounds so complex and fascinating I did not know how to do it when I started. Um, I had to learn. So that's, that's a cool thing too. Like you don't have to really know what you're doing ever. (laughs) We'll figure it out. I like recently I, um, was reading on a blog, like eight mistakes that managers make. Um, and I have like made all eight mistakes uh, over and over again and continue to make them. And it's okay. It's fine. Like nobody at work hates me to my knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you will never know if they do, would you? Yeah. Unless they it's like that, 30 Rock, in which case. I, I keep expecting everyone to hate me. And, and like, people are like, oh, hi, how are you doing? Like, people are nice to me. So Oh, that's good. It's nice. It's like, people are pretty forgiving of mistakes. That's good. Is this your first time in, like, a leadership and management role? Yes. <laughs> wow. And it's such a big role. <laughs> I have a lot of help. You know, we have a lot of, like, producers and coordinators and, uh, you know, uh, assistance and stuff, helping to deliver messages and make sure everyone's on track. So I don't have to like, you know, give everyone their assignments every day and that sort of thing. Um, which really helps me out a lot. Cause I'm just not, uh, the kind of person who's good at that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not very organized at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I can mostly focus on just giving like, uh, aesthetic feedback, which is what I'm good at. That's cool. No, that, yeah. I didn't know it was like that. So I thought you had like sketched, and like figured out all the angles I was like that must take so much time oh my god no thank <laughs> god so many artists who are so talented and they're all helping me out a lot of them are like way better at drawing than me so that helps too <laughs> do you get to input on the story at all or are you just the kind story? of stri- yeah on like the stories and how things unfold or is it very much kind of not the artistic really. side yeah not really um there's so many great writers who work on the show and they kind of plot out the whole season. Um, sometimes Raphael will like, let me know he's thinking of certain things. Um, uh, there've been a couple of plot points or like one or two that were, uh, um, basically inspired by tweets. I made. Um, (laughs) like one of them was about having an all female, um, Uber basically. Oh yeah. Nice. Uh, And that was based on like a joke I made on Twitter. And Raphael was like, oh, can we use this? He's like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, then it, then it took a twist. What has been the most significant and uh, what's been the most significant change um, that you kind of made in the past maybe five years that's kind of like changed what you do day to day? The most significant change? You mean uh, like in terms of my work or just my life? It's open to interpretation. Have I changed at all? That's a good question. That's a good question. Have I changed? I think, um, I like to think that I'm more self-accepting than I used to be, but I don't know if that's true because I still beat myself up and I'm really hard on myself. Um, (laughs) um, um, 
Like I was beating myself up so bad the other day that my therapist was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. How, how? <laughs> so, um, I don't know if that's changed. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to know like how you've changed as a person, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm still in it. I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, I suppose it's one of those things that like, cause you're on a journey you never really, I, I guess for me, it's always like, I look at like what habits I used to have and what habits I don't have. Does that help? Yeah. I think, um, I think I'm better at saying yes to things that frighten me than I used to be. Um, like, uh, recently we had some friends who got married in India. And so we had the opportunity to travel to Mumbai and in the past that would have really, really frightened me. And it still frightened me, um, just cause it's so far and it's like a country I've never been to before. And I'm just not that adventurous and I prefer to stay home. Yeah. Um, but I said yes. Cause I just knew, uh, I would just feel really badly about myself if I missed an opportunity like that. Um, so we got to go and it was scary, but it was wonderful too. And I'm really glad I went. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, I'm just sort of more open to that kind of thing. And I, I used to like be much harder on myself for feeling uncomfortable in a lot of different situations. And now I'm like, you know what, being uncomfortable is kind of good because it means I'm challenging myself. Absolutely. Um, and if I was comfortable all the time, that means I would just be staying home watching Netflix. So, <laughs> um, which is good too. You know, you need a balance. Like, um, I, I let myself off the hook a lot of the times and I can just stay home, but yeah, I need to sort of consistently challenge myself. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. I think you definitely clearly must be getting better if you're kind of putting yourself in situations that make you uncomfortable and like challenge it. Did you, there's like a CBT practice. Wait, mm-hmm. I should probably explain. Do you know, you know what CBT is, right? Yeah. Com- cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy. Yeah. 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 Some people yeah. don't know. So I don't know. Um, there's like this whole, like challenging your thinking thing about like whether something's evidence-based because I used to give myself, I used to overwork a lot. I mean, I still do that. I don't think yeah, I've actually massively changed that like at all. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Sometimes it's the only way to get things done. Yeah, I really, yeah, I'm really bad at it. Um, and I also like to add extra work for myself, which is weird. So I make things extra complicated for no whenever reason. I'm, whenever I'm the most stressed out um, is when I like to just add like an entirely different project. Yes, that's what I do as well. Sometimes I'll decide to just build like a whole website just because because um, the project that I'm actually meant to be doing now requires a website. It didn't require a website, but now I'm building one. So yeah, that's been really fun for me trying to not do that. Um, Yeah, I'm working on a finishing up a graphic novel right now that I've been working on and it's basically done, but I keep thinking of like ways to add to it. Like I'm like, what if I had like a two page spread that was like full watercolor and was like a map and like, you know, all this stuff and like the publisher didn't even ask me for this, but I just want (laughs) to like make it more difficult, I guess. I guess it's one of those things though that is in, in all of that kind of like obstinateness, like you just want to make it better for the end person perhaps or is it better for you I don't know is it like is it selfish or will it be better for the person at the end you mean for the for the customer for the person who uh I think it's both and I think but I think the motivation is selfish because it's like I it comes from me wanting to please other people and to entertain them and to and to have them love me (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, just, I just want to be loved <laughs> and cherished, which is like, I think, uh, a very like natural thing for a person to want. Everyone should want to be cherished and should be cherished. Yeah. Are you not cherished? I feel like you must be loved and cherished. I think I am. That's good. Yeah. Nice. Sometimes I don't think I deserve it, but, um, no, I'm surrounded by a lot of nice people. (laughs) That's good. I'm happy to hear it. Um, (laughs) but it's never enough. (laughs) uh, Someone I was speaking to about this, my tarot reader to be exact, actually. Um, she, yeah, I have a tarot reader. She's fantastic. I love her. Um, she was telling me that she went through, um, psychodynamic therapy because she, was she like I guess like both of us was like always just adding more stuff and not really like taking care of herself sometimes and just feeling like as she said ultimately what psychodynamic therapy did for her was like really like rip out some of like the stuff that was deep like all of those like negative thoughts that she had about herself and what she ultimately found was that she never felt good enough and that she wasn't worth it as a person and then that therapy kind of really tore it out of her and it was a really horrible and grueling experience she did not sell it to me at all um that's how I feel I mean yeah I think I have a lot of that as like a root cause of like why I am the way I am it's weird because I think self-care is good and, and being kind to yourself is good and all that stuff. But then part of me is like, but, um, the, the negative things like me not feeling like I'm good enough and wanting to overwork has also, that's such a big part of like why I've done all the work I've done. <laughs> yeah. I was you know, like say. without, if I was like completely satisfied with myself and happy and comfortable, I wouldn't do all this. Yeah. That, but would you or wouldn't you are you sure because you said your work is inspired a lot by your anxiety and your negative emotions and I mean you've created really beautiful work out of like I guess what would be darkness for some people and also Mm -hmm. for yourself but then have you ever really just sat down and contemplated like what would your artwork look like if you were happy and content ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am happy though. I, yeah, I, I'm a, like a, I think I'm a happy person. It's just, there needs to be something driving, driving it. Like, what am I, what am I aiming at? If I have everything that I want and I feel perfect all the time, then like, what's the point? I guess that's sort of like a weird, dark question, which I don't know if it has an answer, Yeah, but maybe there needs to be like a level of discomfort or dissatisfaction or something. Maybe, maybe for you, 
it drives Maybe for me because it drives I'm definitely I'm not I'm definitely not like saying this as a prescriptive thing like hey guys it's better if you're sad and anxious <laughs> no, <laughs> I no, would no. Never, I would never say that um but it's just something I've, I've thought about yeah I think it's one of those things that everyone has like different motivators and what drives them and if that's your thing then that's kind of what I mean you've created amazing work so clearly it's working why if it's not yeah. broken like but I've, I've had to change I've had to adjust like when I was like 27 I used to be able to stay up all night like drawing non-stop and now I just can't like my body just can't handle that anymore so I've had to like figure out ways to not hurt myself yeah. um so maybe that's like what self-care means for me um it's just like making sure I sleep <laughs> yeah that's good um it's kind of an evolution. I think it always evolves over time. Someone did yeah. ask me that like a self-care company said, Oh, does your self-care stay the same or does it evolve over time? And I was like, I feel like mine stays the same, but actually um, in the space of like three weeks, it completely changed. So it yeah, is an evolution. Because people don't stay the same at all. Like you change as you get older and go through different experiences. So you have to kind of adjust yeah. accordingly. In your changes, have you seen that change um, kind of influence your work at all? Um, have I seen it influence my... I think so. That's a good question. <laughs> you stumped me. <laughs> um, I think my... I guess... I don't know, because in some ways my work stays the same and the subject matter stays the same. And in other ways it evolves and has become about more mature things as I've gotten older. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have an answer to that one yet. I, to be continued. <laughs> we'll have a follow up and see if that changes in like two years. Um, <laughs> no, that's cool, though. Um, I think I've seen my work change quite drastically, uh, at least in the last year. Uh, I've had some real growth moments unfortunately they weren't they weren't the best situations but they did force me to kind of really contemplate the work I wanted to put out into the world um Mm -hmm. and who I wanted to interact with and who I kind of want to be friends with um which was a really weird transition but it, it did like completely flip my whole world upside down which is interesting and now fun so mm-hmm. I can totally see see that happening I do think um a large motivator for me is kind of like low self-esteem and a, like low self-worth on like me feeling like my work's good enough I personally don't have issues around myself mm-hmm. um but it's definitely around like work and careers and my and like what I do for work like I always feel like I need to be doing more um yeah. and that tends to drive me to do more <laughs> um and I don't think I've really mastered the art of like not um overworking like I burn out all the time like all the time it's pretty bad I feel like I go through uh, phases like I'm either overworking or I'm like relaxing too much. Like I, I kind of work in spurts, um, yeah. which is fine. Like that's how I've always been. But it's weird when I see like things with artists or authors where they're like, I wake up at 8 a.m. every morning and I have a cup of tea and then I work for two hours and then I break for breakfast. And then, you know, like that kind of thing has yeah. never quite worked for me. I, I don't feel the same every day. So I'm not able to work on the same schedule every day. 
Yeah, I agree. I hate seeing things like that because then I basically feel inadequate for the rest of my day. Um, Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Tim Ferriss. I'm like, I'm so lazy. I didn't do anything today, but then like tomorrow I'll make like 18 drawings. So (laughs) yeah, it's like I have those kinds of peaks and troughs in my, in my motivations to do things. And then there'll be days like I'm a bona fide sloth. Um, And I was watching Tim Ferriss uh, today and he was like, oh, when he writes his books, he has he will do for the at least the first two weeks of his book writing process is that he'll just have like the exact same schedule so he'll eat the same breakfast same lunch go to the same restaurants and like everything is like really set routine and boring because he can't like have any distractions and I was like that sounds like my absolute worst nightmare like I cannot that sort of thing can be like helpful once in a while like I I could definitely use more structure at Mm. times but yeah, it does, it does seem kind of boring too. It seems like kind of bad for creativity, maybe. Perhaps. It seems to work for him. So I guess everyone's got a thing. Um, everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's got their own shit. <laughs> yeah, that's not my shit. I'm not, I'm not eating oatmeal every day for two weeks. I'm just not going to do it. Actually, that's no. a lie. I definitely did eat porridge like every day for like six months. It was fine because I porridge. actually like, I like porridge. <laughs> It was like different flavored porridge. So it worked. Um, so I need like one action that you're taking right now to kind of overcome. I guess for you, it would be like some of actually what, what, what is like, what would you define your kind of main thing that you're kind of working on right now for yourself and your like life and career? My main thing. What do you, what do you mean? Like, so what is, what are you working to get better at right now? Um, I think I'm trying to get more comfortable with transitions, uh, which is like whenever I'm shifting from one thing into the next or I'm trying something new, uh, it's very painful for me and I feel like I'm not good at it and I cry a lot and I and I want to get more okay with that. Like I think it's okay to cry. I just want to know more that it's going to be all right and it's okay for me to make mistakes and uh, – um, you know, because the, the only alternative is to never change and to just keep doing what I'm already good at. Yeah. Um, which for me is just not interesting. Fair enough. And so what's one action that you're taking to, to kind of get towards that place of getting okay with transitions? Um, trying to meditate more. Ooh, cool. Which I always thought seemed really boring and I didn't quite understand how that could possibly be helpful. But whenever I do it, I feel better. I don't know what it is about it that helps. I really don't understand it. Yeah, I started um, meditating and I just, recently as well, and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's like kind of magical. Um, I got this app called Headspace, which a lot of people use, yeah. and I just kind of listen to the ten minute things. And sometimes I don't. I do it half assed, where I listen to it with my headphones while I'm still working because I don't want to stop working, <laughs> which is cheating. Like you're not supposed to do that. But um, if I'm having like a bad day, it really helps and. Um, it just kind of helps me recenter everything. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's a good action to take. That's a really good action. I love that action. Yeah. Mostly cause I can do that action and I'm meant to do all of the actions that people recommend and I already yeah. do meditation. So yay. I do like you're, loads you're of good. guided ones, um, on YouTube before I go to bed. So it's really easy for me to just fall asleep. It's so relaxing. I mean, the only problem is like when I listen to it, I fall asleep. So I have to be like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, so nice to talk to you. 
Don't you just love her honesty? You can find out more about Lisa's work by following her on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Draws. That's L-I-S-A-D-R-A-W-S. And via her website, lisahannawalt.com. You can, of course, catch Bojack Horseman on Netflix. You can download a free limited edition copy of the Wannabe one-page business plan and goal-setting guide so you can take your ideas and make them real. Visit wannabepodcast.com and select free download. It's only available until January 25th. And while you are there, please be sure to ask us a question. This podcast is created by the Shoutout Network. To find out more about membership, visit shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. And by the way, there's a new website launching by the end of this month. So stay tuned for that. Have you been making notes from this episode or visited Lisa's work whilst we've been chatting? Let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. You can do that via a Mac computer or the iTunes podcast app on your phone. And feel free to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at wannabepodcast. To get extended show notes listing all the tools and resources we've mentioned in this episode, visit wannabepodcast.com. Show notes go up on Wednesdays. I look forward to catching you all again on Wednesday for what will be an incredible episode featuring Lisa, of course. And please share it with a friend. All your arty types need to be on the Meet the Cartoonist special. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 